Uh, yeah. Hey, welcome to Tiger Sports. Yeah, we got all the source. Yeah, you know that we fly, ain't time on no tour. And we time I know who was that who in that court. And we get straight to business. Uh, I get no rest like it's tennis. Yeah, they come to the sports, we a menace. Yeah, feel like we in the pool, go swimming. Yeah, I'm on the beat, I took off. Let the game talk, don't need to look off. I run off on the interview football. Yeah, then you went to that loop off. We get green like bait. We poking that babe, no, it's big South K. They tell my Wilson, you know they go crazy. And I'm feeling like Trey, I pull up for the trade. Yeah. Welcome to the Tiger Town Podcast. I'm Talia. I'm Lauren. And I'm Cam. And you can find the show on all podcast platforms. Remember to like, share, comment, and five-star rate. How was your weekend, Lauren? Um, my weekend was pretty good. Had a pretty action-packed weekend tournament on Saturday and uh, hung out with some friends on Sunday. How about you? My weekend was also pretty good. I was at the same tournament, and Sunday I just had to work. So before we get started, we're going to have our question of the week. So, what is your favorite cereal, Lauren, and why? Uh, right now, it's Fruit Loops. I've always loved Fruit Loops. Um, I, I don't know. I guess it's just like a texture thing. I just like it. What about you? Um, I like Cocoa Pebbles. Um, since I was little, I just like chocolate. So I don't know. That's just that's my favorite cereal right now. Now it's time for the Tiger Town Sports Recap. On Saturday, the Lady Tiger volleyball team traveled to Orangeburg Wilkinson High School for a preseason tournament. The Tigers played four pool games, tying against Kane Bay, losing to Ridgeview, winning against Branchville, and winning against Hampton County. The Tigers lost to Branchville in a close match in bracket play. The first set was 25-16, to Branchville winning. The second set was 23-25 for Wilson. Oh, I'm sorry. The first set, Wilson won. The second set, Branchville won. And the last set, Branchville won 13-15. to Kaylee Braswell, the Lady Tiger setter, had to fill in for John A. Timmons, who was suffering from a thumb injury. Victoria Harrowood and Leonisa Swinton helped the Tigers in front row since Shaw commit to Leah Emmett is suffering from a shoulder injury. Overall, a good fight from the Tigers. And for football, this past Friday, the Tigers took on the Marion Swamp Foxes, losing 32-24. to Players including Kentucky commit Kweshid Scott and quarterback Gabriel Kusak were a threat on both sides of the ball, with Swamp Foxes getting a touchdown in the first 16 seconds, which caused Wilson to play catch-up the entire game. Jeremiah Coker with 115 yards and two touchdowns, and Tamonte Emanuel with 73 yards and a rushing touchdown were both players for Wilson who contributed to Wilson's success, even in their overall loss. Now we have our weekly segment, The Coach's Corner, with Coach Mooney, where we talk all things Tiger football. Welcome to the show, Coach. Thanks for having me again. Coming back to the question of the week, what's your favorite cereal and why? Ooh, I had to go with uh, Frosted Flakes, uh, even though it's super sugary. But uh, growing up, I, I used to eat that a good little bit, so I, I had to go with that. Okay, so unfortunately you guys weren't able to pull off the win Friday night. How do you feel about this loss? Yeah, definitely devastated about the loss. I mean, it was a game that we felt like that um, we should have won, you know, but uh, too many mistakes. Uh, didn't take advantage of our opportunities in the second half. Uh, defensively, we played really well in the second half uh, compared to the first half. But um, offensively, we just couldn't convert. And, and we got ourselves in scoring position. But due to penalties and taking sacks and missing blocks, et cetera, just uh, too many mistakes and, and too often. Um, with one of those mistakes, would you say, like, communication was something that y'all you guys struggled with? Because I know, like, you've been mentioning that a lot. Yeah, like communication is always a big one, you know, and we've got a lot of, uh, uh, I don't want to say a lot, but we've got some inexperienced guys in, in some crucial areas, and uh, those guys are still learning how to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. um, but it's something I think that we're going to continue to work on 
and that, that, that we'll, we'll get better at and we have to get better at in order to win, win more games. Um, but, yeah, communication is, is always a, a big issue. So during the first seconds of the game, Quaysheed Scott scored a touchdown during the opening kickoff. What were your thoughts during that time? <laughs> uh, I was highly upset because um, we, we had not planned to kick him the football. Obviously, he, he's a heck of a football player, and uh, we did, our intentions were not to kick him the football. Uh, it was to kick it out of the back of the end zone. And uh, unfortunately, we kicked it to the two-yard line, and uh, he took a 99 yards for a touchdown. So, yeah, that, that, I, I was not happy about that at all. Um, but, you know, I mean, you live and you learn, and that's something that um, I know our kicker, Eli, has done a great job at doing all season of just getting better as a kicker. And, and unfortunately, Wayne Gus kind of carved a little bit and came up a little short. So uh, I knew that when he touched it, it the results were probably not going to be very good. Mm -hmm. um, happening so early in the game, do you think that that set a more negative tone for the rest of the game? Uh, I think so. You know, um, I'm really big on, on being very crisp on special teams and uh, a special team's turnover, you know, or a special team's touchdown for our opponent can be a game changer. I mean, and, and statistics show that. But um, that was definitely not the way to start the game. Um, it kind of put us behind the eight ball early. And uh, it's just something that, you know, going forward, uh, we, can't, we can't start the game that way. You know, it had to be on, on more of a positive note and making teams drive the ball 80 yards compared to taking the ball 99 yards in, in one play in a few seconds. So. Mm -hmm. um, what are some things that you think the team did well Friday against Marion that they struggled with when y'all played Aner? Well, I, I think that we just um, handled adversity pretty well for the most part. I, I didn't feel like that we gave up. Um, you know, and thinking by the halftime, we were down uh, 26 to 14, you know, and, and it seemed like that all the momentum was on their side, but we felt good about coming out in the second half because we were getting the football. And uh, um, and it kind of worked out perfect there for a little bit because we said, hey, we come out, we score a touchdown, we'll be down by five, we get a stop, we score again, and now we had a lead. Um, and we came out in the second half and scored on the first series. But uh, from that point on, we, we kind of kept giving them – you know, little, little easy things uh, that kept them in the game. And um, and definitely, you know, but I felt like our kids continued to play hard. And um, I feel like we played hard for four quarters, but those mistakes, they they, they really caught up with us. And that's something that we can't have going forward. Um, do you think, like, like I heard that, like, Mary was, like, really trying to, like, I guess you can say stop Mounty from, like, scoring a lot. Like, do you think, like, that made, like, a big difference with, like, having the pass more than run? Yeah, because, uh, you know, we're very inexperienced at quarterback. You know, we've got a 10th grade quarterback who mm -hmm. has a very bright future, but uh, having to put him in a position to have to throw the ball more is not is not what we want to do. You know, mm -hmm. we want him to throw the ball some, but not throw it as much as he did the other night. Um, and definitely our, our running game is something that has to be established early on. Um, it has to be something that, that, that we're pretty good at. Mm -hmm. And uh, the other night we, we didn't do a very good job of blocking um, at all, and, uh, and, and it helped. Marion play a little bit more laxed, you know, mm -hmm. because they weren't having to worry about the run as much. Um, instead, they kind of could sit back and play the pass a little bit more. So, uh, you know, you have to be able to establish the run and, and be good at those things. And, mm -hmm. um, be, and and I'm big on being balanced. You know, I, I don't like being one side or, or the other. But, uh, yeah, we definitely did, did not protect as well as we should have uh, when it comes to the run game. Mm -hmm. So, John Waiters – played in the Aner game and in this Marion game, correct? Uh, just this game. Oh, just yeah. the Marion game? Yeah. Okay. 
and he's back off of an injury. He is correct. How do you think he played? I think he played well. You know, what I mean, he's been kind of out of action for the last almost three weeks, and you know, but he came back and uh, threw a 54, 55-yard touchdown pass, which is pretty cool. Um, and he played hard for four quarters, you know, but having to get back in the groove of playing a four-quarter game, I thought was uh, was going to be a little bit of a factor with him. And uh, but I think overall, man, he played really well, played hard. He was physical. Uh, made the plays that he, that, that he could. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, he, he's going to be fine going forward. Do you think there was, like, any other players that came back from an injury that were, like, very crucial in, like, the sense you may had in the game? Yeah, I think everybody who came back prior to uh, Friday night's game, I think, you know, like played a pretty crucial role. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we had nine players out against Ainer, you know, due to the injury or sickness and everything. And uh, but I think all those guys came and played pretty well. You know, I don't think it was really one guy in particular who mm-hmm. stood out, but I think they all played a pretty good role. Um, you know, in, in, in our game Friday night. So yeah, you know, it's definitely good to have those guys back. We only had I think two out Friday night compared to nine the previous week. So that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your reaction in the last couple minutes of the first quarter when Maquan McWhite fumbled the ball? Uh, you know, I mean. It, it, it's tough. I mean, you know, I, I don't want to say I was, you know, I, I don't want to say that I, I was upset by it. It's just that, to be honest with you, Marion made a really good play. Um, we had a really good play call. Um, he had picked up a, a huge gain. Um, but they also laid a pretty good hit on Michael one also. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, you know, hats off to them for, for making a really good play. And, and the one thing we can't do is turn the ball over, you know, and uh, we understand that. And once again, Michael, you know, he's a 10th grader, mm-hmm. you know, so – um, I think going forward, he's going to learn from this mistake and, and take it and, and improve upon it. But uh, one thing we can't do offensively is turn the ball over, you know. Do you think, like, if he didn't fumble the ball, that could have made, like, a bigger impact in the game, like maybe? It, it could have. I mean, because, you know, like, we were down in the red zone area and, um, you know, he had picked up about 12 to 15 yards on mm-hmm. that play before he got hit. Um, and that probably would have opened it up and given us probably two or three more plays, you know, to try to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, which who knows what could have happened. I think we had some pretty good play calls that we could have went to that, that that I think possibly could have helped us out. But at the same time, too, I you know, I don't want to make it seem as if that one play cost us the game. You know, we had uh, multiple mistakes in the first half on defense. In the second half, we had multiple mistakes offensively. You know, so I think it was a multitude of things that we probably could have taken care of the game earlier, mm-hmm. and, and like in our favor. Um, but when you have a multitude of, of – problems over a four-quarter period, quarter period, then, I mean, it ends up, you know, ultimately cost you a game. Dylan is coming to town this week. What do the Swamp Foxes do offensively that the team need – or that the team is going to need to stop? Well, I think that um, they're, they're very athletic, uh, very similar to, to Marion in a lot of ways. Um, also, that they've got a bigger roster. So, you know, that they've got a multitude of players. Um, but they have a, a um, all-state – all-star left tackle who, who's very, very good, who's a South Carolina commit. And, um, you know, so they want to get the ball and run in behind him a lot, you know. And uh, I think they want to establish the run, and then they're going to do a lot of RPO stuff in the pass game, um, you know, which we've got to be able to, to defend. But um, but overall, you know, I, they've got a really good football team. I mean, they're, they're number one team in the, in the state in 3A, um, and we've got to be able to play a really good football game. I think that, that our chance of beating them are really high. Um, if we play up to our ability. We can't have the same mistakes we had against Marion, uh, but I think if we play a good, solid game, uh, 
we're going to give ourselves a pretty good chance. Um, by the way, it was the Wildcats, not the Swamp Foxes. That's right. Yeah, Wildcats. That's right. <laughs> Sorry, that's right. <laughs> um, on the other side of that ball, what can we take advantage of to put some points on the board for us? Well, special teams, you know, being able to steal a possession here and there. You know, like we tried a uh, an onside the other night that we had practiced a lot last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and Eli had a really good kick that uh, – should have been recovered, and we did not recover it. You know, so that's a way for us to to kind of steal some points and steal a possession and get some more points. Um, but the biggest thing, too, is uh, we didn't do a very good job of stopping uh, Marion on third down, you know, and that's something else that if you get them off the field, it gets our offense to ball, you know, three or four more possessions possibly, uh, which increases our chance of scoring. So, you know, there's a multitude of things that I think that, that can help us get more points. Um, I felt like the other night we probably should have scored 40 points easily, um, but but we did not, and we only, we only scored 24. But mm-hmm. um, this week, you know, I think that uh, if we have a nice, clean game, uh, we can definitely score a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with this being a away game, do you think that it's going to be a problem to, for the team, like energy-wise, because it's not home? Yeah, I mean, you know, like we've been kind of spoiled. We, we've been home for the last three weeks, mm-hmm. you know, so but having to go on the road against a really good team, me personally, I actually like going on the road mm-hmm. uh, a lot more than I do like home games. I've always been that way throughout my my entire coaching career. Um, I like going to other people's places and beating them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know, it kind of gives you bragging rights. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think energy wise, I think that, that we should be fine. Um, you know, I mean, I think our guys should be excited for the opportunity uh, to play against Dylan and play um, at their place. I mean, you know, I don't think anybody really likes going to Dylan. Uh, for football games, you know, because it's, it's kind of advantage them. Mm-hmm. But if you play well and you beat them at home when they're number one in the state, that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. What is the message to the team this week? You know, just stick with it, you know. And, and uh, I told the guys yesterday that um, to to limit the noise, you know, ignore the noise if possible, you know, because the one thing about it is I know that uh, our players hear, hear a, lot, a lot of negative stuff sometimes, you know, off the field. And uh, I've told them, you know, just, you know, avoid the noise, limit the noise, um, stay focused on our game plan, stay focused on us, you know, because uh, as the old saying go, uh, we all we got, you know. So um, I think that if we stick together, uh, we're going to be a pretty good football team. You know, we had a, uh, a, a sour moment Friday night by losing and everything, but if we can stick together and just be a really good team, I think that we're going to be uh, – perfectly fine the, the, the next eight games. Mm-hmm. Do you think that them hearing stuff and seeing stuff outside the field, like on social media, do you think that has a big effect on them? It does, it does. I mean, you know, when I first started coaching, uh, you know, I remember the only social media that was out was like MySpace. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like that was probably before <laughs> y'all was born. So, you know, that was early 2000s. So, I mean, even back then, that wasn't even a big deal, you know. But uh, throughout my career, you know, watching and seeing things like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and everything now, you know, there's a lot of uh, – I guess you can say like hard feelings. Basically. Yeah, a yeah. lot, a whole lot. So a lot of times when you see things that makes you feel some kind of way, then it makes you kind of think of ten different things mm-hmm. in a negative light, you know. But I think that if you can limit those things and stay focused on some positive stuff, I think that you're, that you're going to be in pretty good shape. So I would tell our guys, man, just, just limit the noise, limit the, the things you see, the things you're around, um, and just stay focused on the work that you put in and the team that you're a part of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Who for us next week um, do you think will give us the best chance at winning? Uh, you mean like player-wise? Yes. Uh, you know, I mean, I think, you know, always, always, it always comes down to all three phases of the game, uh, special teams, offense, and defense. And we have to have a player on all three phases that sets the tone. You know, whether it's a big hit on special teams, whether it's a big stop, a big tackle on defense, whether it's a big catch or a big run or a big block on offense, somebody on all three, three of those phases has to make a play. Um, and I think that, that that one guy on those three phases mm-hmm. can change the game. You know, I mean, you know, you have one big block that leads to a, a big run or a touchdown. That can change the game. Uh, you have one guy that makes a, uh, you know, has a batted pass or has a big hit on defense. That can change the game. You know, you have one guy who makes a big tackle or a big hit or a big run on special teams. That can change the game. You know, so I don't think it's anybody in particular, but I think that somebody on all three of those phases can be a game changer. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have any shout outs? Oh man, you know, shout out to you know to our fans that came the other night. Um, shout out to uh, m- uh, my little mini, who's a, who's a part of this thing. Um, you know, shout out to uh, my team, my, my my staff. Man, you know, those guys just continuing to work hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, our student student body. Know, who's always showing up, man, and being energetic. Uh, you know, just, just keep supporting us, man. Keep supporting us because I'm telling you, like, we have a really good football team. It's mm-hmm. early. It's really, really early. Um, but, you know, you give us two, three more weeks into this thing and we got some more experience under our belt, you know, and, and we get a big win, which I feel like we're going to. Mm-hmm. Um, come region play, man, like, watch out for us. Mm-hmm. We're going to end up being pretty good. Well, thank you so much for joining us again, Coach. Good luck this week. Absolutely. Thank you all so much. Always a pleasure being on here. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for joining us this week on the Tiger Town Podcast. Remember, you can find us on all podcast platforms. Until next time, I'm Talia. I'm Lauren. And I'm Cam. And we're out.